On this podcast, I profile people who have changed history and culture, and you guessed it, they're all gay, lesbian, bisexual, or transgender. My name is Frank Howard, and welcome to Gay of the Day. Not to diminish Edward Hopper's Nighthawks or Whistler's Mama, but the most famous painting in American history has got to be American Gothic, painted by today's Gay of the Day, Grant Wood. American Gothic has been celebrated and satirized since its unveiling in 1930 and remains one of the most recognizable works of art on earth. It's stoic farming couple standing proudly before their white clapboard house. It is interpreted by most as symbolic of American values and the pioneer spirit. But look closer. Their faces are dour and tight, their posture rigid, the farmer's trident oddly threatening as if to block entry into their symmetrical, confining house. They seem to say, instead, go away, we don't want your kind here. Wood wasn't glorifying these people, he was mocking them, and for all the talk that he was a champion of American regionalism, I suspect Grant Wood felt imprisoned in his own country and despised what politicians today would call real Americans, those guardians of purity, race, and faith, those who would regreaten America. Grant Wood was a pudgy and shy young man, born and reared in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, Heartland's beating heart. He left to attend the Art Institute of Chicago. From his teens until shortly before his death, he faithfully kept a journal. In his teens, most of the entries were complaints of loneliness, and in his twenties, banal descriptions of his daily activities. Upon graduation, he worked as a high school art teacher for a short time. Things changed when he went to study in Europe. In Paris, the journal entries begin to get livelier. Ebullient descriptions of the cafes and bars he frequented and the men he met there. He started to come out of his shell, drinking and engaging in spirited discussions with men into the wee hours. All of the places he mentions were gay bars. Curiously, big blank spots occur in his diary while in Paris. Days go by without his chronicling any activities or thoughts. Before Paris, he had never gone a single day without jotting something down. What was Grant Wood up to? What was he afraid of admitting to himself? Maybe he was heeding Oscar Wilde's advice. 
always keep a journal for one day it will keep you. He then left Paris and went to Munich. Back then, Germany was gay mecca. In 1928, the Weimar Republic was still in full swing. In Paris, gay was chic, but gays were still on the sidelines. In Munich, by contrast, homosexuals took center stage. They were not just out, but homosexuality was almost boring. It was everywhere, like oxygen. People took it for granted that gays were a part of day-to-day life. It was here that his journal entries stopped. Frequently, a journal's omissions speak more than its inclusions. One year's worth of blank pages. I guess what happens in Munich stays in Munich. Upon his return to rural Iowa, people noticed changes in Wood. He never spoke of Munich to anyone and became even more introverted and guarded than before. His painting style completely changed as well. He had been painting in a freewheeling and warm impressionistic style. Now, his paintings were painstakingly organized, with hyperrealism jammed into confined and flat compositions with surrealistic touches. Grant Wood knew he could never be out of the closet like he was in Munich. Not in Iowa. Not in the land of the free. It was months after his return to the U.S. that he painted American Gothic. After the great success of American Gothic, the art world eagerly anticipated what he would do next. His subsequent paintings had a recurring theme, male nudity. Over and over, he painted male nudes or clothed men with their back to the viewer. He seemed obsessed by men's buttocks. This was happening enough that people started calling him out on it and branding his work obscene. It got to the point where critics even began seeing penises and buttocks in his landscapes. Never one to answer questions about his own work, Wood innocently stated, Those are just rolling hills, or it's just a farm worker. To which most people probably thought, Really? Look at Grant Wood's etching entitled A Sultry Night, and you tell me if you see just a farm worker. To obtain a teaching position at the University of Iowa and quell the gay whispers, in his late 40s, he married and moved into a house nearly identical to the one in American Gothic. The couple in American Gothic seem happier than the woods. After fewer than four years of marriage, he filed for divorce, claiming physical and mental abuse. Shortly after his divorce, the dean of the university called him into his office and asked the stenographer not to record the minutes of the meeting, but
but to leave the room. More blank pages. What is known is that for years, the dean was getting complaints from faculty members and students that Grant Wood might be a homosexual. He was forced to take an unpaid sabbatical, during which time he started several paintings but did not complete any, for he soon learned he had terminal cancer. He was out to a few close friends and did fall in love several times, mostly with younger men. One of these men was 18-year-old Arnold Pyle, whom he met while teaching a high school art class. Pyle was to be his assistant for many years. Which brings me to my favorite Grant Wood painting. For Pyle's 21st birthday, Grant Wood painted his portrait. There is Pyle, thick black hair, broad shoulders, elongated torso clad in a tight black sweater. Pyle is facing forward, but his eyes dreamily gaze away from the viewer and into the distance, while behind him, two naked boys stand on a riverbank. One of them, bent at the waist, hands on his knees, displaying his ass, assuming the position. It's titled, Arnold Comes of Age, from 1930. Painted the same year as American Gothic, in mood and intent, the two paintings couldn't be more opposed. Arnold Comes of Age is heaven. Arnold looks as if he were standing in the Garden of Eden. It's full of beginnings, whereas American Gothic is a prison, a horror story, the end. We don't need the farmer's pitchfork to remind us that American Gothic is a glimpse of hell. Arnold comes of age, maybe a remembrance of the freedom Wood felt during his year in Munich, and a coded statement about his own coming of age and realization that he was gay. If you don't believe me, in the painting, a butterfly has lit on Arnold's arm. At the time, the butterfly was a symbol of homosexuality. Today's gay artist Grant Wood. Gave the Day's theme is composed and performed by Swick. That's C-W-I-O-K. Check out their Bandcamp page. My name is Frank Howard, and as always, thank you for listening.